Hello, this is Michael Williams, and I'm here today with Kieran, who is one of our previous clients. Thank you so much, Kieran, for joining us today. And uh, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. And where are you joining us from? Mumbai, India. Mumbai, yeah. And as I mentioned to you before, I actually visited Mumbai in 2013. And, that is great. Uh, How did you like the city? It was very interesting. I was actually staying in in New Delhi. Uh, working right. with a client, and then I flew down to Mumbai for a couple of days. And I stayed in that, wow. it's a hotel that looks like a dome right next to the airport. Okay. I'm not sure it if you're familiar. Okay. Don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember the name either, but yeah. yeah. So the thing that I also want to do uh, is to is to really thank you for being willing to do this interview because as I mentioned when you and I were talking earlier, m many people are not willing to do these interviews. And I understand that, right? You know, for various reasons. But we know that when you do these interviews, um, they profoundly impact people. They profoundly change their lives. Because those of you that are watching this, you're wondering, okay, does this really work? Will it work for me? Is it worth the investment of time and money? And as you know, because you mentioned uh, that there was a young lady that you watched who I worked with a few years back and that profoundly impacted you. Mona, Mona, Mona's interview was so immensely inspiring because I remember that I used everything she says as my mantra that very day because the first time I saw the interview was a, a time when I was desperately browsing through your website trying to find one interview that's just going to give me what I needed to do the interview that I had to give that day. So this big internship that I actually just finished um, on Friday. And everything she said, I shut my eyes and I made the attempt to completely copy everything that she said here, her voice modulation, the way she moved, I try to copy everything and just in that one sitting, hearing her speak maybe twice, I um, used everything that she did and my interview was fairly smooth. So from then on, I, I knew that I had to make everything that you spoke about in the interview um, a part of my day-to-day -day life. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding. And we'll talk a little bit more about another way that, that that interview impacted you a little later that you had mentioned. Um, so why don't we talk about uh, how life was for you before Pro90D? Um, before Pro90D, I didn't know, I didn't have the skills that I learned while I was in the program. So everything that I did was basically um, hoping that one of the things I was trying out would magically make it go away. So I tried to speak really slow. So for instance, when I was about, I think 11 or 12, I'd gone to this program here where what this husband and wife duo ran the program. It was a uh, stop stammering program. <laughs> so um, I was there through the summer. So that was about two months. 
And um, we basically, what they tried to teach us was to talk in this really, really slow uh, speed. So it was, hi, my name is Kiran. So we learned to talk that way, but the problem with that was that you can't actually apply it to day-to-day -day situations because you can't realistically speak that slow. So while I did practice from the book, we were supposed to hear the recording of how this someone spoke and we had to copy it as we read from the book. So that was the only program that I've ever gone for. And while through those two months, I felt like I was, you know, going to class. So maybe by the time the summer was done with and I went back to school, everything would go away and I'd be normal. But that didn't happen. And I was <laughs> back to square one. So basically, my entire life so far had been about trying to search the internet for ways and means to get past it, but I never succeeded. And I was stuck in the same place where I always found myself so hesitant to speak in class and, you know, speaking to my friends, but having someone else make fun of me all the time. So that was what it was. And it was hard, but mm, got through mm. it. Wow. So what were, what were some of the other things that you struggled with? I remember you mentioned uh, introducing yourself. I know you're still working on that now. A lot of people work on saying your name, but obviously you had to do that to get through your interviews, to get through your internship. But so things where you felt limited before uh, introducing yourself was one. What were some of the other things that maybe you avoided um, or struggled with? The other, right. Um, so, basically my speech entirely so my speech so it was so on one hand you had these certain sounds that I was always hesitant to um, speak which is the paw and the curl and the raw so I feel extremely hesitant especially weird to say those sounds but on the other hand, you have the fact that even though there were these normal sounds and sentences without those sounds, I would still stutter there and I wouldn't know why this was happening. So it was basically my entire speech plus um, saying my name especially. So mm, that was yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what drew you to the Pro 90D speech system and how did you get started with us? Um, I had one particularly um, horrible day during my first year of law school when I was asked to read something from the Bear Act, which is the statute. And um, I was absolutely terrified because we had a class of about 70, 75 students. And wow. he called on me to stand up and read. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just out of my head didn't know what to do because you can't ask the sir to move on you can't say i can't really do it please move on I, I couldn't do that so i told myself i have to do this just get through it and i lifted my book up but i didn't stand up and i sat down and i started reading it and i would stutter and stop so i didn't stutter per se but when i anticipated the stutter i stopped so it was extremely extremely painful and then while I was reading it I had to pretend like I needed distance. I did that I, I, 
started with the self study and you started, started working self study so yeah. i think around um february of 2017 i bought the self study and um the starting of it was very i was really so excited and i was like i'm going to do this and i can't wait to see what it's going to be like so the first two weeks i very religiously watched every video and went back to the seven steps and you know heard it every single day and slowly i started seeing that there was some change and it's going okay but then i became laid back in the middle and i was all yeah i know i know the skills now i'm going to apply it and there were these gaps that happened so i practiced one time then stopped practicing for about a week or two then then it would go back to normal and then i'd have to start from scratch all over again and then may 2017 i had an internship happening and through that internship i remember just oh god struggling through every single sentence and when i was done i think the following month i had to go back to college and i had a moot court competition then when so the two weeks prior to the moot court i told myself that look if you want to do well you have to sit down with this self study you have to exploit it and find a way to do well so i sat down with it i did everything religiously for two weeks and that day when i went in um i i spoke i used my hands i went slowly and i got the first rank in my courtroom that day and after that i was all again the same situation i'm going to do this can't wait whatever and then i had my exams and and Stopped and I didn't practice and I went back to normal again. So it was basically these phases of highs and lows and highs and lows. And then I realized that um, if I need to do this right, I need to be accountable to someone. It has to be like a class where someone's there and I know that I have to meet him every week and I have to show him that I've made improvements. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I needed that. Maybe not everybody does. Maybe they mm-hmm. have the motivation to tell themselves to get back up every single time but i felt like i'd fallen down so many times that i needed just someone to pick me back up and show me what and how i was really supposed to do what i was supposed to do so i yeah. told my so i signed up for the uh for the program right 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 and and you mentioned 2017 but i think you meant 2016 that was last year Oh yeah, right. sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, no, that's right. No. Good. I just want. Yeah. <laughs> so right, so what you experience is something that unfortunately a lot of people experience when they're working on their own. You know, 
I'm not, I'm not going to lie to people and say that this process is easy. This is one of the most challenging things you'll ever do. One of the most challenging transformations you'll ever make, but it's worth it. Um, and so when you're working on this on your own, you got to have a lot of discipline, right? To keep at it because you're going to be working on it and then you're not going to see results for a while because you're literally changing the structure of your brain. You're learning a new skill. You're developing new habits. Your brain is going to resist that. And so you're going to go out, you're going to try to use something you learn and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not going to work. You might get discouraged or you'll get distracted. You'll just get busy with stuff and you'll lay off. Absolutely. This happens that all the time. Right. Yeah. But now some people will stick with it through that. They'll start and they'll stop, but they'll stick with it long enough. Like I've seen people who do the self-study and sometimes six months, boom, they're good. A year. Sometimes it takes them two years. In the grand scheme of things, a year or two years is not a long time. You have the rest of your life to speak well. But just like you said, the advantage of doing the coaching is accountability. Right. And, and I would like to interrupt you there for a moment and add yeah. something there that I do remember that prior to speaking to you about the coaching program, I went through a lot of the interviews that were up on the website to try to find out whether, do, do I really need to do the coaching? Can I just stick to the self-study, try really, really hard and get there? And I remember you were interviewing this um, lady and um, you were talking about how, um, how if you join the coaching program, that you've got someone to help you through it. And she was talking about it too. And I told myself that, you know, I'm more hardworking than anyone else I know. So I can stick with it and get through it. And I realize now that we're all inclined to feel that way. And I think that um, what I would suggest um, is that to really, if someone feels that they'd like to start out with the self-study, that to buy the self-study, use it and fully exploit it but then to also realize when you need something more than that, to identify when it's time for you to just, you know, take a stand and realize that you're at a point where you need something more than that and go mm. get it. Yeah. You have to do that. Yeah. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, they, you know, I think some of the reasons, and, and you can share this with me, some reasons why people don't go get it is, uh, that they're, they're not sure if it's worth the investment, right? Because coaching costs a bit more than self-study. And so they're not sure, wow, this is a lot of money. And so is this really going to work, right? So that's one thing. So the second thing is some people just can't afford it. So that's, you're in another category, then, right. then you're going to have to work through the self-study. And it does work. You just have to work through it. But for people who can find the money, and we know that people can some people can because sometimes they take vacations they buy tvs they buy cars i've had people ask me for discounts and then go on a big vacation i've had people tell me who've done the coaching i was going to take this money and do a vacation but right. i decided to invest it in myself right. so i'm not saying this just just to try to get people to do that i'm telling you what people have told me Right. And that's exactly the argument I used with my parents when I sat them down because um, maybe it's because they don't really know what it's like 
but of course they want me to do very well and all of that but i really had to sit down and explain to them why they need to do this for me i told them i'll give up on anything anything you were going to buy me everything that i needed through the next what two three four months i'm ready to give it all up if you just give me this so i remember feeling that way too yeah yeah wow so then you decided to do the coaching now at the time that we worked together, we also had another coach named Sakshi. Um, she's not working with us right now, but you worked a lot with her. And the reason that I bring that up is because the Pro90D speech system is a system, meaning you didn't just have to work with me for it to work. You actually worked with someone that I trained and it still worked. And obviously it's worked very well for you. So, Tell us just a little bit like... Um, Sakshi. Yes, go ahead. Um, Sakshi, sorry. Sakshi, um, Sakshi is, she was absolutely wonderful. She was very patient and very understanding. And I really felt like I could so freely speak to her. And I do think that maybe some of it had to do with the fact that I believe um, she is going, she is a psychologist now, I believe. Um, yes. And I think that a part of it had to do with the fact that she was trained to be a psychologist. So she was trained to listen to people. And I have to say that she did that so well. And every time that we had a meeting, I remember looking forward to it because no matter what I was going through, she would help me find a solution to it. So that was yeah. really helpful. I remember that she, each time that, so while we were talking, we'd go through like an exercise for instance, and I'd find myself stuttering at a point and she asked me to just, just stop, just stop. I want you to take a deep breath and do the 777 with me. And I'd do it and everything would just flow smoothly right after that. So I remember feeling so elated. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Now, people are, are watching and no matter how many times we tell them, but this is, this is, challenging and it's going to take time it's going to take hard work just say a little bit about some of the challenges you faced while going through this process and we know that you're still working on your speech to become a better and better speaker right but during that initial period when you were doing the coaching just mention just a few of the challenges that you faced really hang in there and, and work hard i think the biggest challenge you're going to I mean, the biggest fight that you're going to fight is against yourself and your head because your mind is going to keep telling you that, look, you've got it. I mean, you've, you've worked on this for the last two weeks. You've done the exercises and you've got it. You can do this. You don't need to come back home from school and you're so tired. You just need to go to bed. You don't need to work on this. But those are the times when I really struggle to tell myself that, look, you have to do this. So I think the most important thing for for me to do was to get past that obstacle where I keep trying to tell myself, my mind would keep trying to tell me that you that you don't need to do it. So I think that's the biggest thing that you're going to face, number one. Number two, I would say um, fear. Fear of being taunted. 
fear of what the person in front of you, what the person you're talking to is going to think or feel. Now, I still struggle with that. I remember speaking to you a while ago. I still struggle with that. But of course, now, since the time I started the program and I worked on the exercises, if it was at, you know, at a nine out of 10, now it's probably a three or a 3.5. So I'm still worried about what someone in front of me is going to think but I've come to realize that the reason why I joined the program was to invest in myself and work on myself no matter what. So I can't yeah. let someone who's a stranger hinder that progress. Exactly. So I think those are the two primary things that, that you need to remember. And of course, the third thing being, of course, that no matter what happens, no matter the bad experiences that you have, and trust me, you're going to have some. So yeah. no matter what happens, it's important to remember that you're starting to, I'm going to say exactly what I remember you told me, that you're starting to completely change the way that your mind has been used to speaking for me for the last 21 years. And that's a really, really long time. And your mind, treat it, treat it like a baby. I mean, you need to really softly speak to it and tell it that, look, it's time to change. So you're going to learn some new things and you just have to just do it. So you have to power through and keep going no matter what. That's, that's so yeah. important. I like that you mentioned baby because uh, lately I've been using this example of what would happen if a baby just said, you know, I don't feel like trying to walk anymore. <laughs> it just gave up on <laughs> right. walking. Right? Right. This is, you know, it, but it just keeps going until finally it gets it. This is very, very similar, right? You just right. have to keep knowing that eventually you, it is going to click. You are going to get it, right? And no matter how much you think you might, it's very likely that you're going to think that it's this unattainable goal, but it's not. I feel like I'm so much closer. And I remember you saying too that speaking or speaking well is not a goal. It's a journey that you're going to keep going through probably your entire life. So it's... Right a skill that we're just learning to acquire and work on throughout our life. There's no end to it. Not, right. Now, the thing that I want to say about that, that's very, very important that distinguishes the pro 90 D speech system from perhaps some others is that our goal is not really to help you to stop stammering or stuttering. That's really not our goal. Our goal is really to help you become an excellent speaker, a superior speaker, amazing, awesome speaker. We have plenty of people who actually won speaking contests and go on to do great things and become very good speakers, right? So if you focus, and I won't really go into this too deeply, but <clears throat> if you focus on a positive goal, that is, how can I speak more smoothly, more calmly, more clearly, more confidently, you're more likely to attain that than if you focus on how can I stop stammering or you're trying to avoid something and the very thing you're trying to avoid is what you're going to get more of, right? Because your brain fixates on the thing that you're trying not to think about, not to do. Okay. Right. So that's why this is a journey because the journey is not in you're forever trying to stop stuttering. The journey is you're becoming a better and better speaker. You're having a greater and greater command over speech so that people actually start wow, she's actually a great speaker. It's not, oh, she doesn't stutter. It's like, oh, she's a great speaker, right? So that's the journey. And that's the difference in this system. 
It's for professionals, for people who want to speak well, want to speak really well. So now you mentioned one of those videos, you mentioned Mona already, but there's something that you said about how Mona spoke that, that inspired you. And you said, wow, I really want to. So go ahead and share a little bit about that. So um, I have been actually really attracted to the way that some people speak. For instance, Morgan Freeman. I think he has this incredible, I don't know what the word for it is. It's got this, I need you to help me out here. It's got this um, movement that's, so volatile, but um, so like very dynamic cadence. Dynamic, I guess. Yes, yeah. cadence, cadence. That's exactly the word I was looking for. She has this really interesting uh, way of speaking that makes me want to speak to her more and hear the way that she speaks more, which is, I think, something that then on I hope that I would sound like. So I really do believe that to speak the way that she speaks for instance, is such a dynamically fascinating way to speak that someone who's actually listening to you speak can't but help listen to you, stop in their tracks and just go, I need to hear what this person's saying. I have to listen to them. Yeah. And you said that you hoped that you could attain her, her level and her style of speaking. And then right. you, you mentioned that that back then you were like, wow, that's just so far away. But now, how do you feel? I feel like I am inching closer than ever to my goal of speaking that way. I mean, I feel free in so many respects. I feel like I can do anything. I know that sounds dramatic, but I really feel this sense of freedom right now and uh, I know for a fact that since through the last what a couple of months if if just a few months can do that just sticking with this and keep go keeping on going for the next six months could make me a really really good speaker beyond what I ever thought I could be okay. so I'm I'm really excited now I can see so much hope for me at the end of at the end of the road, and I'm I'm really excited to see what that's yeah. like. You mentioned two things that I want to make a comment on: Ho uh, freedom, and that's how I felt. I remember when I was uh, in my doing doing my master's program many years ago now, and somehow I figured out what I needed to do to improve my conversation, my presentations. I could do those easily. I could do those well, but I was still struggling in conversations, and I figured out what to do. And I remember literally feeling it was a moment in time where I felt like a big, wet, heavy blanket, dark blanket being lifted off of me. And I literally felt free, liberated, and I also felt like I can do anything. I literally felt, I said that, I said, you know right. what? My speech is not perfect now, but I can do anything I want now. Right. And that's kind of what you, and then the next thing you mentioned was hope that now you have so much hope as to, you know, what you're going to be able to accomplish. And that really, it's just a short period of time. So what if you have to work on your speech for uh, six months or a year? Okay, so you're 20 some years old. You've got another 50 or 60 years at least, right? <laughs> so what? You have to work on your speech for a year. 
what if you had to work on it for two years? You still have another 50 or 60 years left to experience smooth, confident speech, to experience a life where you're not thinking about speaking. And the time is going to pass anyway, in your words. (laughs) That's right. So when people are sitting back and they're, they're doubting, okay, does this work? Oh, no, that's a fake interview. She doesn't really have a stuttering problem. She never stuttered. Well, what does he know? And how does, I mean, he's not an expert in this. And, and, or that's too much money. And then the next thing you know, three, four, five, six months, they have another bad experience. They lose another job opportunity. And another six months go by. Well, that person... In six months, their speech could have been dramatically different. Their life could have been dramatically different if they just sat down, did the work. And that's absolutely true because I remember, I mean, this is not, this has been anything but easy and I'm just about halfway where I want to be. But I, I, I have had so many moments in time where I've had, such horrible experiences going going somewhere to buy some food and if I happen to stutter on one sound I see the waiter just you know knowingly smiling or whatever that is but it it, it really got me down and I was just I, I was ready to give up but then the next day I really had the time to think about it and I told myself that you have to get up you have if I, I have these plans for what I'm going to do with the rest of my life and everything involves being a good speaker. So it's, it's extremely important that I get to a point where I, where I speak really well. So yeah. I guess that it's just important for all of us to keep trying to tell ourselves why we're doing this. You have to have a reason why you're wow. doing this because if you don't have a reason, you have no need to keep going. Why go through the struggle? Why bother with anything? Because you're not going to die with bad, you, know, you won't die of bad speech. It's not a disease, right? You can live the rest of your life having bad speech, but you're constantly going to feel, feel like you've not made the best use of the life that you were given. And I'm sure and, nobody wants to feel that way. And on that note, let's uh, briefly discuss what you shared with me about this group. Uh, You said that there was a group and you just shared some things about just the tenor, the, the, the ambiance, right? The tenor of the emails that would come in and and what people kind of how they position themselves in life now because of this. So just share a little bit about your, your thoughts. So I'm from India and there's this, it's not a group per se. It's like an association it's a very known setup um, that basically talks about, it's called the stammering something of India. But um, I, I didn't really join, join, join the group, but I signed up for the newsletters. And when you sign up for, the, for it, you basically state your name and your phone number and all of that. And I remember speaking to someone who called me up the very next day from the day that I signed up for the newsletter to talk to me about where I was as a speaker and whether I stuttered or whatever. And then I started to receive a lot of mails from them. But I remember feeling like it's, I mean, you are someone who is not the best speaker right now. And all you want to do is to get past that and become a better speaker. 
But when you're a part of a setup or a group that's constantly reminding you of how you're a stutterer, they take pride in saying, I'm a stutterer. And it's sort of like this family that, that's, that's formed where you're not really trying to help the other person. Um, I mean, where you're not trying to give the other person the skills and the tools that they need to get past it, but you're trying to tell them, you're showing them posts that try to get them to accept the way that they are. That, okay, I am a stutterer and that's okay and that's how I'm going to be identified with for the rest of my life, but that's okay. And, you know, it makes you feel sorry for yourself, but you're not really getting anywhere with it, which kind of made me feel so negative about everything because I'm sure that a lot of us are not trying to look for a way to accept the fact that you stutter, but you're trying to find a way to get beyond it. And being a part of a group like that does absolutely nothing for it. So I felt the need to completely just separate myself from it. This is not working for me because I have plans for myself and I can't deal with those plans and make it there if all I'm going to do is sit here and tell myself that I am a stutterer and feel sorry for myself about it. I can't do yeah. it. So I just want to say a just a couple of things about that. Then we'll get any last comments and then we'll wrap up. Um, thank you so much for sharing that because on a handful of occasions, several years that I've been doing this, I've been working with clients one-on-one -on -one for over five years now, which may not seem like a lot, but I've spent hundreds of hours watching people. That's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. And here's what I found. People that go to associations, uh, events, and participate in groups with other people who stutter or stammer, where their idea is more of acceptance. I'm not saying that you shouldn't accept yourself, that you shouldn't love yourself. You should love yourself. You should accept yourself for who you are. Accepting yourself for who you are doesn't mean that you can't get better, that you can't improve, right? Those are two separate things. But what I've found is that people that, I've had people that I've been working with, they would go to a conference. Their speech had improved before they went. When they came back, their speech was worse because they were there learning to accept stuttering. They weren't trying and they, and their speech literally got worse. And then we had to work on it again to get, so I tell people, this may sound harsh, but you want to be around people. You want to watch and study and listen to people who speak well. You don't want to spend too much time around a lot of people who stutter because what you watch and listen to and think about and talk about makes a mental impression on you. Now, if you have family members and your best friend, that's something else. But if you don't have to be a part of a group that's accepting this, where you're sitting and you're watching, and you're listening, and you're talking about stuttering, then don't, because that's not going to help you. You need to be a part of a group, a program or a system that's teaching you how to speak well, that's teaching you to change your identity. And, and I'd actually like to make a very small statement there. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I remember that there is this program that runs in the USA that's very popular. It's a three-day program. So they started um, a similar version of the program, uh, the same setup. They started it here in India. And I remember mm -hmm. that there was a session that I had, I, that they had, I believe, last year in New Delhi. And while I was searching through the internet for resources i remember reading about the reviews and everything and i realized that something that's just for three days where where you're taught something over the course of 
something as short as one or two or three days, it's really hard to go back home and then apply it to your day-to-day -day life. And I remember reading a lot of reviews about the program. So I guess that's what's not the same about the Pro90D, that it's trying to get you into a daily system, which is so important if you really want to make a difference to the way that um, you speak. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you. That's exactly what we're working on doing. We know that it takes time, consistent, focused effort. And I love what you said about the why. It takes that why to keep it's the why is the fuel. Why is the fuel that's going to keep pushing you to do those things every day, to go through the, the ups and the downs uh, to get you to where you want to go? It's a process. It's a system. It takes time. It's the way our brains work, and there's really no way around that. So do you have any last comments for people? If someone's watching this video and they're contemplating either starting with the self-study or doing the coaching, they're saying, Will this really work for me? Remember, I've worked with people who are severe or mild, so don't say, well, she's not that severe. It doesn't matter. It still works, right? But they're watching it. They're saying, will this work? Is this worth the investment? What would you say to them? Yes and yes. <laughs> it does work. It is worth all the money that you put into it. But I guess what I would like to suggest to someone is I think the same thing that you tend to say, that if you feel like you don't have the money to put in for the coaching program, at least start with the self-study and see how far that takes you. Because, guys, this really, really works. I remember watching all these interviews and everybody's talking about, okay, it works, and I feel like everything's changed. And I remember not being too sure because I don't know these people and I don't know how... Um, truthful they're being but now that i've actually been through the program i have to tell you guys to completely rely this is going to change the way not just you speak but it's going to change the way that you see yourself and it is a gradual process i know how hard um how how hard i've worked and how long it's been since i started the system and you have to really be dedicated to it and I know that I have so much more work left to do. So I guess it's really important to stick to something once you've started it. And I guess you will see the result. There's no way you won't see the result once you've really got into it. Yeah. Thank you so much. The other thing I wanted to mention about you is we're not doing this interview immediately after you stopped the program when you were kind of on your high. Right. No. <laughs> we're doing this several months after and some people say, oh, well, you know, what if you regress? Well, you might regress, but you'll have the tools and you'll know what to do to keep going, right? right? And this, so we're several months after. You've been out in the world applying and using it. Absolutely. And you're still and, saying. Right. And I would like to say that um, it's very likely that even from the point that you finish the coaching program, you start, you go back to the system and keep working and you keep working, that it's very likely that there's going to be a time when you just feel too lazy to do the exercises. Because for me, I remember probably through the last few months, there has probably been like, you know, three, three weeks maybe through which I may not have done it at all. But I remember quite clearly the repercussions of that. And I had to work twice as hard then to get past that and go back to where I was. So it's yeah. gradual and it takes time, but it works, I guess. Thank you. Well, thank you, Kieran, so much uh, for taking the time. I have 
really enjoyed this and I hope that other people who are watching this will enjoy it. They'll learn from it. They'll be inspired and encouraged by it that um, they can be free to say the things they want to say and really go after their dreams, things that they've always wanted to do, that stuttering, stammering, uh, fast speech, unclear speech, whatever it is, doesn't have to hold them back. Right. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have had the chance to work with you on this, that uh, I knew that I had to do this because I know how much watching Mona speak and talk about, speaking about her experiences impacted me. And I hope that I can in some way help anyone else there who's searching for something to hang on to, searching for hope. I hope that I can, I can help with a little bit of that. So I'm really grateful to you and I'm more than happy to be doing this. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you all later.